0: Only the second hour of our show, which features listeners' questions, is heard live from 5 to 6 p.m. every Saturday on WJR. However, both hours of the show are available each week on this podcast and are streamed to our affiliates across the state of Michigan. We're also proud to be part of Detroit's newest and fastest-growing podcast network, PodcastDetroit.com. And now, here are your hosts with this week's Internet Advisor. And we've got a great group of people in studio studio here uh, to answer your questions because that's what we're going to be doing today. We've got a, a room full of tech experts just waiting to sink their teeth into your problem. So let me give you the phone number because that's what this program is going to be entirely about, your calls. 800-859-0957. Again, 800-859-0957. Start calling right now we'll get some answers. Hello once again, and thank you for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. Uh, as you know, probably know, uh, if you've been listening to WJR for a while, during this spring and summer months, we are regularly heard at this period of time, 4 to 6 o'clock, on Saturday afternoons and evenings. Uh, what happens, however, is when the sports season starts, we're often preempted by football games, which has been the case for, over oh, the last few months. And basketball is about to start with Michigan State University. So what I decided to do is this is one of the few Saturdays that we're on live on our flagship station, WJR in Detroit. So if fo- you folks are listening to us right now on 760 AM. Welcome. And what we've decided to do today is to make this kind of a question answer marathon. Um, What we normally do is the first hour is spent talking to people who are experts about some topic. It could be about drones. It could be about security, anything under the sun. Uh, And then our second hour from five to six o'clock is when we open up our phone lines to you to call in with your questions about your computer, about the internet, uh, whatever device you may have. And uh, what we're going to do today is make this an entire open line question and answer marathon, which means you're going to have an hour and a half to ask your questions. And so here's the number, 800-859-0957. Call that number right now, and please don't do what a lot of people do. Is they wait until the end before they get in with their question. Call right now. And uh, whether you're listening to us in Toledo and Detroit, uh, Ann Arbor, wherever you happen to be listening to us, if you have a question about your computer, we got some great folks in studio here to answer your questions. Mr. Gary Baker, who is here, good to have you as always, Gary. It's
2: great to be here and looking forward to answering questions for a whole hour and a half. An
3: hour
0: and a half of it. Eddie Rudell is here as well. Ed, good to have you uh, in studio. i got my jogging shorts and sweater. I'm all set. I'm <laughs> ready
4: for this workout.
0: <laughs> and we're delighted to have Shane hamlin with us shane, that means
4: that means an extra hour of work i gotta do right? oh yeah you know? that's well, right shane yeah. that's normally the is work
0: he's out there with okay, his you will double your pay okay with okay. his shop normally uh answering questions <laughs> where people come in helping them to get their new computers or their old computers running and so we're delighted to have shane here to help answer questions as well and that number again is 800-859-0957 You are the star, you make this happen, and as we always say, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask, all right? So, Mm -hmm. make sure that you get that question to us right now, 800-859-0957, we're standing by. Eric Dortz is there, he's just waiting to get hold of that first call and get it on the air with us.
4: It's nice to be back live, right? It is, it is. (laughs) is. And
2: and we were actually live uh, last week, too.
0: Uh, Two weeks in a row. That's right. Two weeks in a row. It's been a lot of fun. Not a lot of going on this week in technology that I could see out there. I did see something that kind of surprised me. Now, this is only one company making the report, but uh, it was that Apple apparently has ousted Amazon and Roku to become the leading set-top box, TV set-top box. That surprises me. And I'm where sorry, did who? you get that information? Well, it's a uh, let's see. It, it just um, <laughs> so, like everybody else, we tell Slice them Slice Intelligence is the oh, company. Oh, of course. Now owned by whom? Well, as they say, it's 31% <laughs> of their uh, Apple now owns 31% of their streaming market. In other words, these are people apparently who are their. Uh, their clients, etc.
2: They do a show on Apple. I will bet. Oh, how do <laughs> you know? so, yeah, I don't know. So we, I don't know what read we them. tell people is obviously when you read something today, there's yeah. not gatekeepers on the internet like you know editors and and yeah, whatnot right. in a, a television news show or a radio news show or a newspaper. So you got to use three, four different sources, and hopefully they don't use the same you know main source right <laughs> for their information. Yeah, they're so. they're
3: someone else's blog. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, one blog, and they feed four sources, and you check all four of them, and they must be right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway.
0: Anyway, that's so one. So we don't know if it's true or not. There was one thing. And, Ed, you we were saying uh, just before we came on the air, too, that um, you saw that Microsoft is, is stopped offering unlimited storage. To yes, its users. to its OneDrive. To its OneDrive yep, users.
3: Yep, yep. And uh, so basically... Uh, Microsoft offered onedrive so if you get the office 360 uh, as an individual maybe a student edition or whatever they used to give you a um, um, some of the subscribers used to get unlimited storage they've now reduced that for this is cloud-based storage
2: but reduced it to what
3: well I mean so you now can get one terabyte which is a huge amount of online yeah, storage right as would know and you, you got to wonder if there were just a few bad apples out there that were really just taking advantage yeah, of it, putting all their movies, on storing their whatever. entire movie yeah. library out there. You know, <laughs> you gotta wonder. You know,
0: <laughs> well, do you, do you have to pay if you have extra storage now? I imagine they do. Is that you would yeah, get a but terabyte it's really, free?
2: It's really cheap. It's what, yeah, a, a dollar
0: dollar ninety nine for you know two
3: like for two hundred meg gig or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah.
0: it's still relatively cheap on it's top just, of the terabyte.
4: Right, yeah, and, and that's a lot
3: cheaper than going out and buying a, ter- a couple-terabyte hard drive.
4: And with most so, people, what they're doing now is they're just getting the office for five or six bucks a month and it includes a terabyte of storage anyway. So. Yeah,
2: right, well, that's what we're talking yeah. about, yep. right, that terabyte. So, mm-hmm. And, you know, Apple does the same thing with iCloud, uh, but they only provide, I think it is 10 gigabytes free, something like that. And then you have to pay for yeah. after that. I know a, they charge my credit card 99 cents every month <laughs> to get up to 20 gig of, you know, it's like, okay, really?
3: <laughs> you pay more for a monthly statement. It's automatic that, you know? at least. I don't.
2: It, it's automatic at least. Well, guys, and you know what's interesting? I will tell you this. Um, my credit card company, if you have a charge, if your total charges for the month are less than a dollar, they just wipe it out. It's not worth sending the bill. So I haven't gotten a bill. Because I use a credit card that I don't use for anything else. (laughs) Well, we have a
0: couple people who are waiting to get on the line with us, Maxine and Ruth, and we will get right back to you in just a moment. Folks, this is a question and answer marathon, which means that you're the star. Your questions are the most important thing for us. Give us a call, 800-859-0957. And just a quick reminder for you that this is an... Question and Answer Marathon today. You're the star. Your questions are the most important thing for us. You're our favored and honored guest today. The number is 800-859-0957. And let's go out to Maxine from Taylor. Maxine, welcome to the Internet Advisor. Hello. How can we help you? Well,
5: I
1: wanted to um, uh, load on Windows 10. But my computer is not running right, and I was just wondering if I should do that or try to get it fixed first.
0: Ah, so the question is: Do you want to get you if you're having problems with the computer? Should you get it fixed first before you upgrade to Windows 10? Very good question. Or whether upgrading to Windows 10 will take care of things magically. What do you think, Shane?
4: Well, what's what's going on with the computer first? That will that will help a lot, Maxine. You know, we heard that tone, we may Oh, okay,
0: we may have lost Maxine. We're going to put it on hold, okay, guys, and see if she's still there, Eric. Call us back, Maxine. Yeah, um, anyway, so the question is, what's yeah, the problem? Yeah, you know, here?
4: it depends on what's going on. If she's having pop-ups or slow, or is it just not starting right, or is it restarting? There's a bunch of things that, you know, we need to know first. Yeah. Uh, but it is. It's like, uh, when I do an upgrade on a, a computer to 10, I go through and do the basics. I make sure all the windows are up. The, you know the updates are done. Mm-hmm. Make sure there's nothing standing out like viruses. I kind of uninstall any garbage software, uh, and then so I can get a nice clean. Yep,
3: and and then I always run a a, a check disk or a disk check. Check the disk for errors. Yeah. You know because I mean the, the the few times that I've heard of people try attempting to update from Windows 8 or Windows 7 to mm-hmm. Windows 10 and it's failed, it's probably well besides Gary's. But he had a. um, (laughs) It was different. (laughs) But that was a different problem. It was a Microsoft issue. Was because they had disk errors. Yeah. Yeah. So,
4: go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm going to give you the biggest tip in the world for a safe, clean install. If you have a dedicated uh, video card, like an upgraded video card, Uh. remove that video card first and allow just the standard onboard card to function. Then do your update and then install the card because uh, nine out of 10 times you're going to get a fail. Wow. Okay, that and, is and this is for important. a desktop computer, desktop. not laptops. Yeah. Yeah. not laptop, desktop. That's a desktop a, excellent point.
0: You know, I've heard a lot of people say that, yeah. Shane. That's, a That's very important. Repeat that again because I think it's a very important point. If you point. have
4: a large desktop computer that has a dedicated graphics card, usually right. it's an upgraded graphics mm-hmm. card, um, go ahead and remove that graphics card out first of the system. Unplug it, literally. Unplug it, restart it, let the, the Intel or the onboard video take over, uh, and then do the upgrade. Mm. And then once the upgrade is done, then... Install the card back in, mm-hmm. and Windows 10 will detect it. I see. And, and again, do
3: any
0: updates, if there are any yeah, updates right. to be done.
4: Then. And,
3: again, this doesn't, doesn't impact notebooks
0: at all. Just, yep. just desktops. Oh, that's an excellent point, guys. Okay, good. Hey, let's go to Ruth from Westland. Hi, Ruth. How are you doing? <laughs>
6: um, I was calling about Windows 10 uh-huh. um, and kind of getting an update from you guys. Okay. Um, I know that you don't all have Windows 10, but maybe you've heard oh. somebody that has, that's got some pros and cons since July. And uh, and the person that does have Windows 10, how's your experience been going forward now? You've had it a while. You I,
2: think know, I, think we, I think we all, we Windows all have Windows 10 it. and <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my wife yeah. is using it. and my, I, My whole family. Yeah, we've yeah.
0: had some problems there, but uh, not not uh, terribly significant ones. Shane, you, of yeah, course.
4: I've had it from the beginning, beta tested it. Uh, Ruth, let me ask you, what are you using right now?
6: I'm using... Um, Windows 8.1 with the update on it.
4: See, now, if you would have said you are using XP, I would have said, oh, you you may have a little bit of a transition. But using 8.1 on Windows, you're going to smoothly go right into 10. Uh, It's going to be a much better performance for you. You're going to find a lot of things where you're going to go, oh, boy, that's much better than Windows 8.1. I like that feature, and I like that feature.
2: Shane, so she probably has gotten um, a little request that says, please schedule your update. And of course, when Mm -hmm. you schedule it, it happens right away. But what it it does is it does analyze your computer, right? So Mm -hmm. so you want to go over that just a little bit because it could be that something could be wrong with something could be on a computer that wouldn't be compatible and this will help her find that before she
4: has to install it right correct okay. it's gonna there's that little icon that you see pestering in the bottom right corner that to take yourself to windows 10 hmm. um, if you click on it and go through that initial little process what it does in the background it does a quick scan of your drivers uh, your processor your ram it kind of gives a little snapshot of your desktop mm-hmm. or your laptop and decides uh, everything looks good let's go ahead with this with the update on and the next scheduled update will will do ten, um, and a lot of times it will do it automatically. You, you'll run that update, and it'll be on there.
0: Ruth, I'm. When did you buy the computer that you have now that has eight one on it?
6: Well, I think it's about two years old. But oh, you yeah. know what? While I was listening, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking about something. Yes. When when I get okay, I want to go to Win ten, particularly because I'm so tired of going back and forth between the Start page. And the desktop oh do yes, I mean, yep.
2: yes, yeah, that's a good reason. There's a lot of reasons to go to ten. that's a good one. <laughs> that's one of the best ones
6: um however, I've been hearing a few things, um for instance, well, one thing I would like to know, the Windows media player, they still have that, do they
2: uh, it's well it's it's, it's it's called something it's, else. I've just blanking from that right
4: it's just movie it's a it's a it's an app. You know, it, it mm. plays movies. There's certain things that are gone, um, but you can find the app to replace those things. Well, Shannon, our engineer, so you, is do, just, you just, can
0: just, have Windows Media Player. Yeah, she I said that have it. there is yeah. a Windows there's Media a Player. There's a, player a for movie 10. player, yes. Yeah, yeah, and there is a
2: movie player, but there's a Windows Media Player as well. I just, I just look not have it. So
4: yeah, they, 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 they've changed the name on that thing several times. Yes. You know? they well, have I, mean, I mean, it's media also and- <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's
3: also like you, there isn't uh, an icon, uh, or uh, easily available icon for Internet Explorer. You have Microsoft Edge when you go upgrade, yeah, which so is their browser. But all you have to do is in the search bar is type in Internet Explorer, and it, it would find that icon
2: for yeah, you in that application.
3: It's still same the same blue E. <laughs> it's the same thing with uh, uh, the media player. You just have to type in Windows Media Player now there in are the search a, bar.
2: There are a few things that I don't like about Edge. So I put Explorer back on. I use also Chrome, and I, I have Firefox, so I have all four. Um, but, and I'll use – I don't use Edge very much anymore. Mm. Um, I started to, and just there were a few things that I just didn't like about it.
3: I really miss the uh, where I can put icons on my desktop. You know, like if mm-hmm. if I tile the yep. the Edge window and I want to drag that icon and and create a shortcut on my desktop, Edge doesn't have that ability. Yeah, Google Chrome does, Internet Explorer does, cause, I mean that's, that's and, and that- or I could drag it that into my favorites or my title bar and it, yeah. edge doesn't but have that
2: but so that, so you one of the things that i missed yes, yes. Yeah. but
0: i saw with jenny's computer and Jen, my wife jenny is the one who has windows 10 you do get to put that that logo or the icon rather into the launch bar
4: into the bottom the, yeah the bottom yeah, that, that can, strip along the bottom yeah you can also create shortcuts for your desktop through edge but it's it's a pain it's tricky
0: really with, ruth was there anything right, else yeah. that you wanted to ask
6: uh, just a couple of quick things. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, uh, The only reason I brought up the Windows Media Player, or whatever it's called these days,
5: <laughs> right, is,
6: is that when I got my 8.1, I started to play the music player, and it wouldn't play. It said, I need Kodaks, and you have to go buy them. And so anyway, I got some Kodaks, and it played fine. Well, I like um, MIDI music as well. There's a lot of original music and so, mm-hmm. and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. And uh, the, uh, Windows wouldn't play that either. So I—this is the interesting part. So I went ahead and I got a, a, a MIDI player, so I could play those files, those mm-hmm. files. And when I did that, for some reason or other, the Windows Media popped up and started playing it. No problem. Sounds to me like it took the codecs from the. <laughs> From the MIDI player that I installed,
3: you know Ruth. Ruth wrote us an email, and that was going to bring that up to Shane before the commercial break, <laughs> and and actually talk about this if we missed any callers, Ruth. So thank you for calling, and and the, and I would suspect that. So if you if this application actually. Um, obeyed the microsoft rules and how applications should work, should store their files and register their files then yes once a codec is installed then that application any, any can use it. And anything a
4: codec is a generic is a generic piece driver. of uh, driver that all those different whoever was the one that installed it first they're the ones that brought it to the party now the rest are going to use it right <laughs>
0: yeah and i don't think ruth by the way you need to buy them I, i'm thinking of a package oh I, I didn't buy them no, i
4: didn't
6: yeah.
2: buy them Oh, oh good. Good. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna. I, I just didn't if want you to had a Mac, that you had to buy it. In my- <laughs> I got you. So okay. you, can, you can get almost all of them for free. Yeah. Um, there may be one or two out there, but you, there's always a free one. Available. But you
3: have to be careful when you download them because Codex is one of those things where viruses and trojans. And we talked can about, be about that last week.
0: There. Maybe we when we careful. come back after the break. Ruth, thank you so much for being yeah, with great us. Great questions. Have a great weekend. Uh, and Is to talk a little bit, just kind of refer again to what are poison downloads and how to watch out for them as well. Good well, idea. back, uh, we've got Carrie and Mike and your call as well. Let me repeat our phone number again because today's show is a special one in that it's an listener marathon where you guys, all of you out there who are listening, get to ask a question about your computer, about getting on the internet or getting around it, whatever problem you may be having. We have a great group of techs here in studio, Gary uh, Baker, Ed Rudell, and Shane Hamlin, ready to answer your questions. And uh, Bill from Lincoln Park, will be getting to you in just a moment. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Don't let the time run out before you answer your questions, all right? Let's go to Kerry in Windsor. Welcome, Kerry. How are you doing? Hello, Kerry.
7: How are you doing today?
0: Uh, we're doing very well. Thank you very much. Glad to have you with us here from south of the border,
7: <laughs> that, that's right. That was a Jeopardy question.
0: Uh, yeah, and then it was a good one too. This is the only place in the U.S. where Canada is south of the border.
7: That's
0: correct. <laughs> How can we help you?
7: Well, um, uh, back in September, I uh, I clicked on that little message where it said, uh, "Click here to uh, upgrade to Windows 10." So I did, mm-hmm. and um, you know things things were a little different, which I, I was used to my Windows 7, mm-hmm. and. Um, so what happened, now, ever, ever since I changed the window, Windows 10, when I turn my laptop on, I got the little circles in the center of the screen, and then they stop. And then I shut off my computer again. I, I shut my computer off. I turn it back on, and then it starts up with no problems. And then mm. It didn't have a little jingle, and it has a little yeah, yeah. picture of the uh, uh, coach and stuff like that. But right now, I turn my computer uh, on and right now it's frozen with the four little uh, blue screen uh, window panes and the little dots in the center just stopped.
0: Okay. And, and this is happening on a regular basis since you upgraded to Windows 10? Correct. Okay.
7: Now,
3: w- when you power off and power on, doesn't Windows 10 prompt you or challenge you to run the start, uh, Windows startup repair? No. Does not. Shane, do you think that would be applicable in this point where he can possibly use the Microsoft tool? Uh, to? Uh, there's a way of forcing it in Windows 10 so that the next time you reboot, you can force it to to uh, provide that menu. And I'm, uh, me, I'm going to have to look that up. I haven't had an opportunity to do that because usually I use the Windows USB stick mm-hmm. and uh, run the startup repair tool. Do you think that would help in this instance?
4: I, I have a funny feeling it's something to do with the driver. Okay. Hanging up when it's because yeah, usually when you like have the it. Windows yep. logo and you have the the circle. That's normally they're loading the the drivers. So something, some driver somewhere. It could be a, pl- a plugged in device like an external hard drive or a, or a laptop that, or a printer that's doing that as well. Um, usually, what I like to do when I have those kind of situations, I eliminate things. If I've got a printer plugged in, I pull that off. If I've got a hard drive plugged in or a thumb drive, I pull that out. Um, if I have a video card. I pull that off. Mm. You know, there's certain things that I like to do, Mm -hmm. uh, and check and see. Um, You can also, I mean, check and see if you're, uh, you know, the Event Viewer log and see if there's anything kicking up in there. Um, It may. Yeah. How would
0: you get to the Event Viewer in Windows 10?
4: Oh, uh, go to your Start and put Event Viewer. There you go.
0: Just (laughs) type in Event
4: Viewer and it'll let you know what it is. Um, Sorry, what? Go to Start and hit what? Oh, you know your little now your new uh, Windows 10 little search bar at the bottom. Yep, just look for Event Viewer in there and see if you can find. It'll pull it up and, and you'll see some, you know, errors. You can search for errors and logs and all kinds of different events that happen through a Windows process, mm-hmm. and see if maybe there's some drivers that are showing some issues or, or something like that. Uh, I think Ed found out how to to force it into repair. Not yet, no? not yet.
3: Okay. But once you're an Event Viewer, you look for Windows logs, and yep. then you go into the system um, underneath Windows logs, and then that is when. You can scroll through, and there's going to be a gazillion lines in there, and most of them are just just informational. Mm-hmm. What you look for is the red X, the red marks on the left-hand column, which are saying, you "No, know, there's there's an error that happened," oh. and and then you're not going to be able to probably discern what's going on. But usually, when you double-click on that er- event, that error or that warning, um, it it gives you the ability to to send a message to Microsoft. That says for uh, uh, error log for Microsoft help. And then it'll, that'll launch you and take you to Microsoft's website. And Microsoft will attempt, and again attempt, to, to, to provide you what that error means. It's a very cumbersome process. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is use timestamps. So if you power up your computer and you actually get the, the spinning and then it stops, make a note of the time um, oh, on yeah. your watch. Synchronize your watch to the computer watch. Or the computer clock and then when you go into the event viewer you look for approximately that time and you're going to have to scroll down and use the page down and hit several until you could find where you see that there's a you know the, the time the that time it, yeah. and it says something like um the date at 6 24 and 20 seconds and uh and all of a sudden the time changes to 6 23 or 6 26 mm-hmm. after the reboot you know so, mm-hmm. uh,
0: so you that'll know. give you that's an indicator of it is there an automatic repair though for startup?
4: Well, yeah. When you uh, usually when it crashes or you, you forcefully shut your computer off, mm-hmm. uh, the next time it starts up, it'll give you that option to do a repair. But it hasn't
0: been doing that for you, no, has because it? I
4: think. I think. Kerry? No, no, it hasn't. It just oh. it just freezes. There. Uh, well, how about when you? When, I don't always recommend this, but if you absolutely have to force it, you can always just shut your computer off and see if it comes up that way. Um, you know, just hold, hit the power hard, boot it. You know, shut it off. Uh, then usually we'll come back with that option. But also, um, when's the last time you did a full Windows 10 check for updates?
7: Uh, You mean like a virus scan?
4: No, like Windows 10, like a Windows update.
7: Oh, um, I actually did one this morning.
4: And did did it find any updates or anything like that?
7: Uh, It just said click here for updates, and Mm -hmm. it... It said that that the Windows Defender was being updated, yeah. and that's a, that's, a, that's, that's all it. it was.
4: Sometimes an update will do that work, but causes it to, to hang like that. How long? Have we, what's the longest you've ever just let it sit there hung?
7: Well, I actually, uh, before I called you guys, mm-hmm. I uh, I turned it on,
4: yeah.
7: And until I got on the air, um, I just let it sit there, and then I turned it off while we were talking, and yeah. then when I when I hit the uh, power on button again, uh, I get a black screen where it says uh, Invent. And I have an HP computer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
7: And then it started going into the. Uh, then it tur- uh, changed the background turned into a blue screen, and the, the dot started circling. And mm-hmm. then I got the jingle. And then I. It's currently says 4:40 Saturday, 7 November, with a mm-hmm. nice little. Yeah, it, you're in. in front of you're me. in. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Okay. Um. You know, there's a couple things I can recommend. One is, uh, again, is just let it sit there. Let it sit there and uh, and see how long it takes. It might work itself out. Uh, two is you know look at your event log and see if there's anything out there that you know shows a you know short thumb or red exclamation red X. It'll give you an idea what maybe the error is. Okay.
3: And 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 I just and I can't read this quick enough while we're on the air. But there are two ways to get to the Windows uh, Startup Repair Tool. So you could cr- you can go to the Microsoft site and they actually tell you how to create a Windows 10 installation media, right? As if you're installing it. So you can actually boot off that USB drive, and within that, my, that bootable uh, USB drive that Microsoft allows you to create, you have the ability to run the startup repair. Okay. The other one is, of all things, go to YouTube and, and basically <laughs> go Windows 10, how do I boot in safe mode or Advanced Startup Options, or Windows 10 Advanced Startup Options. And you'll have a step-by-step instructions on YouTube. I haven't been able to watch the video quick enough because, you know, I've never really thought about how do I force Windows 10 yeah. to do a startup. Well, Kerry, uh, those
0: are those are some avenues for you to take and to do some experimenting on. We'll do the same thing on our end to see if we can come up with some answers as well. Thanks for giving us a call, Kerry.
7: Okay, thanks for your time, guys.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, you're very welcome. All right, again, the number is 800 859 nine five seven let's jump out to bill in lincoln park bill welcome to the internet advisor how can we help you
8: uh, this is bill from the great city of lincoln park
0: all right yeah. <laughs> um,
8: i have a uh, uh, computer here that uh, i'm a new one and i'm, I'm needing to get uh, uh, some kind of a uh, you know virus and all that other kind of stuff and uh, uh, i i'm finding that in the uh, customer care uh, purchasing and all that deal mm-hmm. that uh, it's really low ball. And I'm trying to think, is there, is there some reputable company out there? I mean, it has, uh, it has uh, uh, a great uh, system to protect your computer. Plus when you call oh. up, you don't get a bunch of jerks.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kind of a, a, uh, um, a crapshoot, I think they used to call that, which perhaps, by the way, this with the dice. Um, it's kind of it's a... Not in this case. <laughs> but it's hard to find some reputable... So let's talk about what are guys some reputable... First of all, Shane, you got a company like Shane's where you can go to a business, and uh, it is on the other side of the city from you, but look for a good... Talk to your friends. Get a good, local, reputable computer shop that you can take it to where people will trust you.
4: You can find local shops either through Yelp. Look at the reviews. Uh, Reviews and what people say about a store and how long they've been there really means a lot. Um, Yelp is a big one that will go out there, and you can read those reviews. And, uh, you know, your Better Business Bureau, check for them. They'll have a list. We have a list of techs on our site. Well, I'm
8: not looking for a store. I'm Mm -hmm. looking for a, a company like... Uh, semantics, yes. the bit yeah, defenders. yeah. But well, what
0: hey, we're what we're going to do is I, I'm I'm going to put you on hold, and when we come back, we'll give you some more thoughts on this as well. All right, Bill, uh, we're talking about companies that are good. He's looking for a good protection system for his computer as well. That's the kind of thing we're looking for. We'll be back in just a moment for your question. Let me take a moment to thank Shannon Malik and Eric Dorch, the folks who are behind the glass helping us to run this program. Thank you very much for your help. And by the way, we have a whole other half hour from 5 until 5.30 for you folks here who are listening to us on WJR before we head into the pregame for Michigan State University's football game against Nebraska tonight, we're going to have another whole half hour for you to call in at 800-859-0957. So your time won't run out at the top of this hour. We'll have another whole half hour. And uh, Robert from Warren will be with you in just a moment, but we want to go back for just a quick bite here with Bill from Lincoln Park. Bill, what uh, computer are you running right now?
8: Oh it's uh it's an Asus.
0: Oh, okay. And the program uh, the uh, I meant the um operating system. What is the operating system you're running right now?
4: Oh, that's the uh Windows.
0: Windows 8.1. 8.1. Oh, Windows 8.1. <laughs> okay. Well, with Windows 8.1,
4: well, Bill, you know, I'm going to be totally honest with you, Bill. You might as well take that 8.1 to 10. Let's be, you know, right. realistic here. Get that to Windows 10. Uh, I want
8: to, sir, I want to do that, but yeah. what I want to do first is
4: protect my computer. Yep, well, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of advice. Windows 8.1 has antivirus built into it in the background for you. Called Windows Defender. Windows, uh, yep, Windows Defender's there.
3: Well, unless it was provided by someone and, and they installed McAfee or Norton on right. there. And, and and if you start, and, and and I actually prefer, and you, you do too, right? So you uninstall the this free provided a- antivirus, and when you do, Microsoft just says we see you don't have antivirus. They kick in, yeah. and and it and it. Would you like us to turn on Windows Defender <laughs> or Security Essentials? And so it automatically puts the Microsoft antivirus on there, thus possibly eliminating any upgrade issues you may have.
0: Yep. Okay. okay. I'm sorry, Shane. No, no,
4: no, Bill. Do you have uh, like Norton or McAfee on there now? Uh, it came with that, but the thing yeah. is, ran out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and what the guys are saying essentially is. Then you can just simply uninstall that, yeah. and the operating system will reinstall. Then the Windows uh, protection, which, by the way, from what we understand, is excellent. Yeah, it's excellent.
4: It is good. It's you know. So
8: I don't have to worry about getting worms and all that kind well, of let's, stuff let's, in the process.
4: Bill, let's be real. Let me tell you, your antivirus is only good as your your internet search habits. Okay, um, you know it can only protect you to a certain point. You know it's kind of that saying. You know you. You you go down a bumpy road and blow out a bunch of tires, you go to get your tires fixed, and then go right back down that road the next day. You know, it's not the not the tire company's fault. It's <laughs> not the antivirus' fault. It's it's the user. So you got to be careful and, and watch your habits on what you're doing online. But, yeah, get rid of the Norton. Get rid of the McAfee. You don't have to pay for that stuff. Right. Windows 8.1 will not just – it won't install it, but it'll turn on the Defender because right. it's already right. there waiting in the background for you. And then once it's there – you know, just run a full deep scan on your Windows Defender, and if everything shows up nice and clean and green, go ahead and upgrade to Windows 10. All right? Oh, and, no, it's not, oh. actually, because I'm not a tech guy. See, I've no. seen well, that. I,
0: and that's I, the nice I, thing about this, by the way, yeah. is you don't have to be a tech yeah. guy because they have built those protections in for you. And as far as we're telling you here, you can be completely confident and trust in the kind of protection you've got. But again, it's not a magic wand, as Shane has said. You've got to also be careful as you're out there and, and surf safely. So that's a, a big part of it, too. All right, I'm going to take, because I want to make sure we get this call in, let's jump to uh, Robert out in Warren. Robert, welcome to the Internet Advisor.
8: Hello, how are you guys doing?
0: Great, how can we help you?
8: I uh, recently bought a refurbished computer that has Windows 7 Pro on it. Okay and I'm getting notices to do updates, and there's two hundred and nine updates yeah. and I'm wondering is, is it necessary to do them and and if I try to do them am i going to is it going to cause me problems
4: that's a normal you know what robert when you when when a company sells when a company sells a refurbished computer and they load the refurbisher's OEM license of Windows seven on a computer uh what they're doing is they're they're loading that license and they're kind of packing up and and handing it over to you. But somebody like myself, when I do that, I know that there's about 220 updates (laughs) that need to be done first. And normally, something like myself or my company will run those updates first before we hand over that computer to you. Uh, That's Typically, that's a normal thing. Right after Service Pack 1 on 7, you've got this mega, mega update. And uh, once that's done, you'll have one or two. Then you can kind of go from there to get you to 10.
3: Okay. Yep. And I just did one of these last night. Same thing, 209 updates. How
4: long does it take to do all those updates? 209 is going to take you, I mean, it depends on your internet, of course. And but how it, fast, it, yeah. It should take you probably about an hour to two hours. Okay. okay. That's about right. I so went to bed.
3: I should do it then. Oh, yes. Sir. Sir. yes. Yep. But what I did on my computer is, it was 11 o'clock last night, and I set the power settings in the computer when it's plugged in to never go to sleep. So that I didn't have to work, you know, because it's usually like 30 minutes when it's powered Mm -hmm. and I changed it to say never. And then I went to bed and ran those updates and I woke up this morning and it rebooted and everything was fine. Because you really don't want it to shut down at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, (laughs) and you wake up and
0: you're going, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome, Robert. Okay. Glad to be able to help you with that. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> that horrible feeling when you come in and find out that the power is shut off in the middle of an update. Yeah. Oh, it's a gruesome feeling. Folks, again, I just want to remind you the number to call is 800-859-0957. We're coming up very close to the top of the hour when we're going to have a break for the news, et cetera. But when we come over on the other side of that after Mike Brennan gives us his MITech News headlines, we're Our phones are going to be open then for your questions. We'd love to hear from you then.
3: Okay, so we had a caller a couple times ago that Shane and I both recommended that he he runs the um, Windows uh, Advanced Startup Troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. And you do that by going to Control Panel and then Troubleshooting and then you select Recovery. And then and the recovery is at the bottom left. And then, it, Microsoft does not make these things easy. You got to mm. wonder, you know. And then it says there's a little clip, something you can click on that says, if you are having problems with your PC, go to settings and, and try resetting it. Well, of course. But you click on that. And then you go to the next page, and you have the ability to uh, select advanced startup and then restart now. <sighs> you know, come on, Microsoft. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you want to force your computer to do advanced uh, startup repair. They should just It should be a, a, its own um, control Option, panel yeah. entry. Um, I'll see if I can d- we'll, we'll write this up that. and put maybe, it in the toolkit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if something in the toolkit or a command line... And, or something like
0: that. And we should tell you, folks, and what's going to happen, by the way, is that we are going to be publishing for you, if you haven't done this before with us, a podcast. That's the recording of our entire program. And you'll be able to go back and listen to precisely that recipe that Ed just gave for getting to that. Attempted to give you
4: <laughs> <laughs> That was a recipe, too, boy. And
0: that will be available starting on Sunday night when you go back to internetadvisor.net. You'll be able to download that there. All right. We've got Charles and Bill on the line, and uh, I think we have time. Let's try to get Charles in. Hello, Charles. Welcome to the Internet Advisor. How can we help you here?
8: Hi, yes. How are you all
9: doing? I just tuned in to um, the program while I was driving, first-time listener. Okay. But again, as I was saying before, um, a friend of mine, he told me he downloaded the Windows on 10, which is a free program, of course. And yes. I have downloaded it as well, but he said I should have waited because that's not a service pack, you know, um, prepare for that. Yes, being that it's new and you might run into a problem.
3: So what should I do? That is a common thing that most people say is that don't upgrade until after Microsoft releases its first service pack Mm -hmm. so that all these little minor bugs and fixes come out. Shane, what do you think about that?
4: Well, I think uh, Windows 10 was the main service pack for Windows 8.1. I mean, it's fixed. Yes, that's true. They've done everything they're going to do. Uh, they're going to take the updates and things that they need they found uh, through feedback from the customers, and they're going to leak those out through updates a uh, little here and there. So there won't be a big major update. And we've I- all done it. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I like we all upgrade.
3: I-, I like Shane's analogy. Uh, Windows 10 is a service pack for Windows 8. Yeah. Yeah. And they've already done a
0: massive upgrade to it as well. So if you're downloading it now, you're safe. You have that patch. Bill, I want you to hang on because coming around the corner after we do the news at the top of the hour, we'll be coming back and we'd love to take care of your problem out there. Again, our phone number is 800-859-0957 and we will be taking more of your calls after the news at the top of the hour, and we bring you M.I. Tech News with Mike Brennan. So please stay tuned. You're part of a special marathon question and answer period here on the Internet Advisor. Hope to hear from you at 800-859-0957. You're listening to a podcast of the Internet Advisor Show. To see the show notes for this program, visit our homepage, theinternetadvisor.net. You'll discover past podcasts, our free toolkit with software to clean up your computer and keep it running strong, and many other resources. You'll also find links to MITechnews.com, our co-sponsored weekly tech and entrepreneur newsletter, edited by Mike Brennan. If you have a question for our hosts, just click the contact button on the homepage and send us an email with the details. And don't forget to look for us on Facebook and Twitter and at Detroit's newest podcast network, PodcastDetroit.com. Now, let's get back to the second hour of the Internet Advisor. Welcome to hour number two of the Internet Advisor. In a special edition, we've got a question and answer marathon. You've got the questions, and our team of experts in studio here, they have the answers. And here's the number that unlocks those answers for you for your question. 800-859-0957. 800-859-0957. You're the person we want to hear from. It's time once again on this fine weekend in the fall to welcome Mike Brennan, who is the editor of MITech News. Mike. How are you doing this afternoon?
10: Well, couldn't I ask for a better day for November, right? So very good, in fact.
0: Glad to hear that. Well, hey, let's begin with, uh, we're going to be kind of talking about some of the headlines, give you some samples of the headlines that you're going to get every Friday when you get these news items that have come across from around Michigan. And, indeed, this is one that seems to touch the world as well. And that's a headline about peoplemovers.com, which is a website uh, reaching out to India.
10: Yeah, it's actually Keith Zendler started it in Detroit back in 2010 with the whole idea of the of a bulletin board idea where you'd have a lot of different folks contributing content and that sort of thing. He uh, told me he started dating this Indian woman. That's really the backstory. Ah. Got to know the <laughs> got to know the Indian community quite well, and so he's cut this deal with Pune, India, which is the essentially the Detroit of India where they have. Their auto manufacturing centered and their IT research, and so they're going to be posting to the bulletin board, as it were, all the stuff that's going on in Pune related to autos and IT and all the rest. So it turns into a global community bulletin board connected to Detroit.
0: That is fascinating, and it began all began here, in Detroit, with PeopleMovers dot com. So it's an international link uh, to things that are going on in Michigan. Well, let's move back a little closer to home into Ann Arbor. Uh, where you currently reside, and the University of Michigan School of Information has got uh, a rather important announcement.
10: Yeah, they've got a three-year funding grant uh, that they're going to work with nine Michigan libraries around the state to help them develop a maker space, maker culture, maker education, and maker is people that tinker with all sorts of different crafts and robotics and 3D and It's a whole potpourri of stuff, but it's something that we do really well in the state. We're very inventive, and uh, we we make things well because of the auto and and manufacturing background. So anyway, uh, the, the deadline to apply for these is November 15th. Uh, libraries around the state can apply, they they get assistance from the UMSI, they get money, all the details are at MITechnews.com.
0: And sounds like a very important place for an enterprising librarian who is hearing our program to get busy. Uh, one final thing here I see is, uh, and this is kind of interesting, is uh, a new app called Dish Up, which is for foodies.
10: Yeah, this one came from our partner, Michipreneur.com. dot com. Amanda Luan always comes up with these really interesting offbeat stories, <laughs> and uh, this one's—I had to read it a couple times because uh, I thought, "What?" You know, but it, but if you have a if you have a yen for Chinese food, mixing my metaphors, <laughs> you, you can find it on Dish Up the app. You know, you punch in what you want to eat, and it helps you find it. In the in the city of Detroit,
0: so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool, I, and and also could be a food for thought, if you'll pardon that pun, for people oh. <laughs> for people in other <laughs> markets who might do the same thing. Well, Mike, we know that uh, in addition to giving us these headlines about things that are going on across the state of Michigan and in touching the world as well and the nation, you also have now a special broadcast uh, package that you send out on Wednesdays. That includes all of the, uh, well, a whole bunch of podcasts, including ours and IT and the D. But a big part of that now is a new podcast that you and Matt have called M Squared TechCast. And what's your lineup coming up for November the 9th?
10: Well, John Bebo from the Center for Michigan and Bridge Magazine is going to be on. So is Keith Zendler who I talked about earlier from Mm. people movers. He's going to kind of give us more details. And by the way, they're going to be our new content partners, so we're going to be getting a lot of really great content from the Indian auto community. So that will be really good. Very interesting. Um, Yes. And then uh, also we're going to have Paula Sorrell on, who's going to talk about the winners of the $1 million Accelerate Michigan competition, which ended last Thursday night. And she'll talk about – this uh, innovative company uh, that takes chickpeas And makes pasta out of it, yeah. But they won five (laughs) hundred thousand dollars. I love this state. There's just all this off the wall stuff that you just go, what, you know? So
0: (laughs) we have to get that foodie app focused in on that.
10: (laughs) Yeah, there you get them chickpeas going with the foodie app. I like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mike, it sounds fascinating. And don't forget, folks, uh, that you can get all this goodness by simply going to MITechnews.com dot com and there subscribing. And how much does it cost, Mike? thing. That's the best part of it for us who are consumers, uh, that you can get all this information delivered to you either on Wednesdays in the form of the links to the podcast, or on Fridays in terms of these headlines as well. Mike, have a great fall afternoon here in the wonderful state of Michigan.
10: You too. I've got to love this winter so far. I hope it keeps up like
0: this. (laughs) Great. Take care, Mike. That's Mr. Mike Brennan who is the editor of MITech News. All right, folks, we're ready to take your calls. We've got uh, Richard from Westland and Eric from Erie, Pennsylvania. We've got uh, Robert from Westland as well. Westland's got lots of questions for us. We're going to be jumping in and answering those questions with Mr. Gary Baker, with Ed Rudell, and with Shane Hamlin. Forga. three guys in studio here along with myself who are going to be taking your questions. And the number, by the way, is 800 859 By the way, we're going to be continuing to take those questions as uh, the coverage begins for the MSU game in Nebraska. They're out there and getting ready for a big game, and at 530 they're going to kick into that. But we're going to continue answering those questions uh, and uh, have the... Whole package for you in our podcast so you can listen to them then. All right, just a moment. We're going to be coming back with Richard from Westland and starting with a scam story. Woo, Halloween's passed already. <laughs> Welcome back to the second hour of the Internet Advisor, and it's time now to dive in and start answering some of your questions. And uh, even though Halloween has passed already, we have a scary story from Richard from Westland. Richard, welcome well, to the Internet Advisor. Well, course.
2: and I will jump in and, and say that Richard wasn't sure he wanted to go on the air, and ah. so I talked to him during the break, mm-hmm. and he has such a great story. I asked him if he would come on the air and talk about it, but... Um, and I think it will help a lot of people yep. to hear what Richard had to say. So, Richard, thank you for hanging on and, and coming on the air with us.
11: Yes. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yep, we,
2: we hear can. you just fine. You. Go ahead. Okay, great. So tell uh, us what happened.
11: I'll just throw it out there, all right? Sure.
2: Yep. Yes, please.
11: Okay. Now, last year is around, I said it was Labor Day. It was the day before Labor Day, matter of fact. And, uh, okay, I called. I thought I was talking with Norton.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the Norton antivirus Norton. people. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Right,
11: right. And, uh to find out the next day I tried to get on the computer well this guy worked on my computer over an hour hour and a half
2: okay and he had and said that he he, was, he said that he was from hot springs or something right
11: no 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 well he didn't tell me there at first mm-hmm. he, you know I okay. thought it was Norton
2: okay right
11: and uh so I didn't find out the hot springs until I went to the bank <laughs> and the, you know the lady at the bank she says oh yeah you it was Hot Springs. I said, or not, Fast Springs, I'm sorry.
2: Fast hmm, um, Springs, okay.
11: Hot Springs is there, Arizona. Anyways,
5: yep,
2: yep.
11: Uh Fast Springs. That's okay. the name of the company, I guess. Or, okay. You know, anyways. And uh, so I tried to get on the internet the next day, and I couldn't. And I, you know, I thought, well, you know. And he charged me, well, I'll just, I'll tell you, $200. Ouch. And, yeah. Oh, and I thought, well, for, for protection, it's not bad, you know.
0: I mm-hmm. mean. Sure, sure, okay, sure.
11: But but yeah. that's the way I look at it, because I like to buy the warranties and stuff, and, mm. you know. Sure. Anyways, and uh like I said, I went to the library, and I looked it up, mm-hmm. Norton. And I called Norton, and this guy answered the phone, and I said, yeah. I said, who is this? He said, Norton, you know. And, uh. I said, yeah, I explained, and he says, oh, you've been scammed, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, I ran to the, I almost ran to the bank. I didn't get in the car, I'm almost, mm-hmm. almost you know. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I did yeah. drive, but.
0: Yes, yes, I understand. I, you
11: know, I canceled the credit card, you know. Well yep. so the next Sunday, and I'll make it real brief. Sure. Uh, he said, he's on the computer, and he says, you've got stuff on here. I worked on your computer over an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it's illegal, I said, let me talk to your boss.
0: Well, he said he, it was illegal for you to to stop the credit payment but to have something on the computer. <laughs> no, no, no. There was stuff was, on the,
11: Having yeah. the stuff that oh, on I my gotcha. computer, what he downloaded. See? I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he said he wouldn't let me talk to his boss. Apparently, yeah. you know. Yeah. Man. So I just. You know, and he he wiped my computer out, my laptop. Wow. And it was no good.
0: You now, know? R- Richard, let me. I'm going to jump back just kind of yeah. quickly because we don't have too much time here. But oh no, that Bob, initial that initial call that you made. Where did you get the number for that? I th-
11: thought it was uh, it off the box.
0: Okay. I don't know where I got it. No. You uh, okay? But that the pro- because, that was the source of the be- the beginning of the problem. I uh, right, it sounds right. like. And then in the end, now, were you able to cancel that $200? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. excellent. And you know something, Ed, and Shane, I think you guys have said before, and Gary as well, using a credit card to pay is one of the ways of protecting yourself.
4: Right. Yeah. That's the best way.
0: Yep. Because you can stop them from from doing that. Well, I'm sorry that you had gone through all that misery. Do you have a computer that works now?
11: Yes. You you learn you learn and live. And can I ask you, is the computer I have now is Lenovo? Is
0: Leno- that a good computer? Lenovo. Lenovo's uh, yes. are yes. excellent yes. computers. Yep.
11: yep. Yes. Got one sitting okay. next to me right now.
0: Okay. I have one that work. <laughs>
11: okay, it's working good and you know, I'm satisfied with it and you
0: know. I'm okay. glad. Well Richard, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you shared that story with us and, and came on the air to do that because there are so many people out there, people good heart. That yeah, I mean, are getting nailed for months.
4: I mean, I went to right to Google or any search engine I put Norton support in, the first two or three are scams. So, I mean, that's wow. where you're getting it from. You're
0: getting it from things.
3: basically using a Google search engine. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? Because that's they right. that's an ad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: They yeah. pay for the ads and the ads come up first. And it they says, can call themselves whatever well, they it want. It says
4: support uh, support help for Norton 1-800 number and it's if you get you really got to read the fine <laughs> you just got to stay away from it what you have to do.
0: So, yep. what are your suggestions for people, good-hearted well, people who want to get some help?
4: Like we always say, look your local computer store. Yep. Pop in there. Those guys will well most, I can't answer for them all. Right. Most will answer your questions just like we do. Mm-hmm. You walk in, you got a question, no problem. Right. This is what you can do. Um, or, you know what? A lot of people say I I say, well, you probably weren't talking to Microsoft and they say, "Well, how do you know?" I said, "Well, how did you get to Microsoft's website?" And they say, "Well, I put it in the search engine." And I said, "Well, you knew microsoft was microsoft.com, right?" Then why don't you just type in Microsoft.com yeah. and go straight to the site? Stop using the search engines to go to websites you already know that exist.
3: Right. Well, so one problem is a lot of people use Chrome, and so what they do is they they type in Microsoft in the Chrome address line, and it does a search. Now that's that that's a good thing that they they've incorporated that ability that's searching in the Google Chrome, but it's also developed a habit where people don't look at what they're typing in there, so they yeah. go to Microsoft, does a Google search,
4: bam. And Google's a little bit more, uh, they're a little bit more sly with it, but um, I know like for instance, Bing, if you do that search in Bing, Norton support, mm-hmm. uh, you'll see there's a little gray that says add next uh, to the link, it'll say add. When you don't see the ad no more, then you know it's a, it should be an okay site.
0: Good, good point. Absolutely. All right, let's go to somebody who I believe, uh, Eric, were you saying we should go to Ken? Okay, let's go to Ken, who uh, called us in the last hour, but he has something to add, I think, to it. Ken from Huron Township. Hi, you're welcome. Welcome back.
12: Hi, thank you. Uh, yes, I have a laptop, and I, it was an 8.1, and I downloaded Windows 10. Right. And now when I go to do updates, it says waiting for install, waiting for install, and it doesn't install all of them, so I can't update my, uh, my security so my computer is not secure. Well, so I don't know why it won't. When you do say the you can't
0: updates. yeah, when you say you can't update your security, do you have what like Norton or McAfee or one of those? Well, you
12: know what? actually, it's a free
0: AVG right now. Okay, okay.
4: well, if he's if he's on Windows 10 and he's running free AVG. Uh, just get rid of AVG. Uninstall it. Uninstall it. You're not going to need it. Yeah. Uh, it's, okay. it's doing the same thing that Defender, Windows Defender, is already there doing. And it okay. might be. Well, some- the
12: Windows Defender automatically kick in once I take AVG
3: off. Yes, sir. Yep. Well, I believe with Windows 10, what it does is is, is that it actually correct me if I'm wrong. I I, I did this just a few days ago, but um, it'll actually give you. We notice you don't have antivirus, and it brings you up a list of free antiviruses that you can select from. And um, and then Microsoft is one of those.
4: I haven't seen that. No, no, and I would, I would, I would hope. I hope I would no, worry about didn't that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did, but it may
3: have been Windows Seven yeah, that I saw been, that.
4: Yeah, well, Windows Seven does do that uh, with certain with search engines and and things like that. Um, a lot of times, what Windows Ten will do is in the bottom right corner where your notifications are. Okay, it'll right. say, "Hey, I see you uninstalled your antivirus. We're going to turn on Defender. Click OK or oh. something like oh, that." Oh, okay, yeah.
0: perfect. Yep. All okay. Right. Okay, Ken.
12: And then, so that means, then once that's on, my updates from Windows should update. It,
4: it, it should because
12: they won't update right now. I could leave it on for four days and it's still not doing anything.
4: Correct. I mean, you let it. You know, it. Sometimes it. There's some. There's an update there that's just not jiving with your system. Right. Uh, it could be a driver. Uh, you know, what if you if your machine's running fine. Don't sweat it because what will happen is maybe HP or Lenovo or somebody will will correct that driver and they'll put a hot fix out and then it, one day it'll just be updated and you won't even notice it. Yeah,
3: I mean, I, I have a few instances where one or two of the Microsoft updates do not apply, but then in the next cycle I'll, I'll get seven more updates, mm-hmm. but those same
0: two or three are not updated. And I, my wife's computer has the same problem yeah. running Windows 10 with an HP update. Uh, that just keeps on hanging up. So, well, oh, uh, you know
3: that's a good point. Maybe he's not getting the mic. It's not the Microsoft update that's failing. It's the
0: manufacturer's update. Could very that's well be. Ken, hope we have helped you with that. So uh,
2: we're leaving uh, a few people at yep. WJR.
0: What's going to happen here is that we were about to close our program out here on WJR. Game time is coming up soon. But for the rest of you folks who are hanging online, please stay there because we're going to come back and answer your questions in just a moment. Have a great day. Hello, once again, and thank you for being with us here on the Internet Advisor. This is a marathon of questions and answers, and we've been having some really interesting questions posed to us during this program today. Thank you, by the way, to uh, Mike Statt, who is behind the engineering board right now, and Eric Dortch as well, who's handling the calls as they come in. And we
2: also had a call come in that uh, collaborated the person that was on, Richard, that came on and talked about being scammed. Um, Some other people had called in and said, yep. We d- were almost victims of yep. the same thing, and mm. uh, actually, a lady in the one person's neighborhood was a victim. So, yeah, and it's I, it's unfortunate, but people, you know, there are bad guys out there. Just gotta be careful. Yeah, right?
0: and I think people are very trusting too yeah. when they go to their well, computers. We, that we what wanna they want to trust each other. Right? Exactly, exactly. And and I think Shane, we've said this before, and and uh, Ed as well. Finding a good local computer shop that you can go to is a great way of avoiding a lot of these problems.
2: Yep. It's not the only way, but that's, nope. it is a great way.
0: It's a great yep. way of doing it. All right, let's go to Eric from Erie, Pennsylvania. Eric, welcome to the Internet Advisor. How can we help you?
13: Uh, good evening, guys. <laughs> hey, Eric. I have a 286 with a 40-meg <laughs> RLL on it, and I'm having problems getting into the debug. Uh, I have to um, low-level format the, the drive. Uh, the old low level format no but they consider format no mm-hmm. and I needed to know what the address was it was like C equals g800h or something like that I can't <laughs> remember what it is
0: Eric we should stop for <clears throat> for just a moment and and tell people that when you say a 286 you're not talking about some new-fangled <laughs> computer you're talking about An heirloom. Yeah, and I.
13: I, Oh, yeah, I built this thing back in, I think, '92 or '93.
2: (laughs) Oh, I bet it was before that. The 286s were out in like '83, I think. Yeah. yeah,
13: but the parts are really cheap at
4: 93. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good touche. Good point. <laughs> so
3: on these, you had to have the starting addresses, and you had to spell out the sectors. And
4: Hey, for once, I'm too young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going yeah, to right. leave it to I you remember, seasoned folks. I don't
2: remember this stuff. Do you remember I, No, no.
3: I, I'm not that specific. I don't have oh, a hard no. time remember remembering my children's names, let alone.
13: Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been running this. So what I'm doing is I... Uh, I burn chips with it, and it's slow enough that it doesn't okay. override the speed okay. that, it, that the chip needs.
4: What kind of chips are you burning? Like
0: what kind of chips are you burning?
4: Well, just E-Proms, you know. E-Proms, yeah. yeah. Toast-
3: uh, not Tostitos, you know.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. E-Proms.
3: I was going to say, he has the yeah. E-Proms. And I used it 286 to do the same thing mm-hmm. in the 80s. I used to burn them yeah, but that was on in the my 80s. 286 <laughs> for my Commodore 64. I download i downloaded well, a lot
13: of them for the, the guys around town that got these uh, old uh, gaming machines. yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's, yeah. Obviously, there's a. So a this is part. like a Eric. Uh, seriously, this is, this is like a hobbyist kind I'd, of thing, I'd right? I'd love to have a beer
3: with you. This would. Be, <laughs> <I> just. <laughs> and, and and you can't find the internet or the information on the internet when you.
13: No, I I put in debug and I uh, did come up with decon. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It, 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 it's, wow. What I've, do, I've, where would he find this? I've only been at it for about a month now, trying to fix it. This thing, this thing's worked every day flawlessly since. I, I bet if together. you find
3: a DOS 2.0 manual. No wait. No, I'm wait. running
13: three zero in it. Hey, oh, hey. I was going to say. I don't, I don't have the manuals. Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah, but you go to manual. Well, what's the website? Manuals where you can find all the manuals you want ever in the world. There's a website that scans them all in. Yeah. I, I found manuals for my yeah, my can, washers and manuals. dryers. That it were manuals were in the 80s. That down,
4: right? It, it might be. I I don't know. But you know, hey Eric, is there? A, it sounds it kind of sounds funny, but is there a local computer club in your neighborhood or area? <gasps> but,
13: uh yeah they're mostly into uh um, Tandys. you know, like the yeah, t-100 but you, and the, the little
4: but, but you know what <laughs> even
2: <laughs> older than yours yeah. that's great i love this you know <laughs> i have a
3: guy that i used to work with that used to work for tandy and did uh his name is tom and and, and he tells me these stories and he says he's grayer than i am <laughs> and 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 he used to actually have to go in there with the screwdrivers and do head adjustments on the oh, floppy nice. drives and in the hard drives, yeah. you know what? If you
13: well, that's p- when they were, you know, fifty, sixty microns. You know, you had room <laughs> to play with.
3: You know, I. You know what? Um, if you leave um, our call, our our, our uh, screener, screener, your email address, I'll have Tom. Look up that information. Oh
2: Yes, Tom will do that.
3: I bet you he has a manual, I'm,
13: Eric. I'm sure he does. Uh, what
0: we're going to do be great. Yeah, is that we're going to. That
13: gonna... sounds pretty good. Hey, I still have my first uh, TI 94A. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course uh, you do. <laughs> my Apple 2C. <laughs> right. And uh, the one that came out of England. What was that? You had to plug in your black and white TV to get that puppy to work. It took about 87 lines to uh, put a dot in the middle of the screen. Oh
4: yeah.
2: I mean, at first I thought you were going to Fortune, yeah. the Fortune computers, but that came out of. Well, here's here's
4: uh, a, that's I mean, not. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, he's listening to all these great machines, but did you get the Commodore 128? That's the question.
13: I got the 64. Yeah, matter of fact, I do. Matter of fact, <laughs> I used to have a bunch of cartridges for him. I got that, one for doing uh, a radio teletype. Yeah. So yeah. I am radio operator, all right. too. I still use J- it.
0: Just so we don't lose all yeah. the rest of our listeners. <laughs> we're, we're, we're
4: geeking out a little bit. Geeking out a little bit This much. is
0: a total geek out, you guys. Uh, Eric, what we're going to do is I'm going to put With you on guys. hold so that... Uh, um, our Ed here can get the information to you for this other fellow who is uh, kind of like you, loves... This is like dealing with these historic cars yeah, and things Tom like Dyrus this. Tom mean do a
13: dinosaur? This. Go ahead I and mean, say it, guys. Okay? No, no,
0: it's not. It's, you know, you, <laughs> you love toying with these older systems and making them work. And I think it's wonderful. But we're going to put you on hold, okay, so that um, what uh, Eric, our screener, can do then is get yep. you the information.
2: It, Tom Dyroff uh, lives in Ann Arbor and, and had done the show with us uh, for three or four years during the early days, uh, probably mm-hmm. years uh, two to six or something. Um, and Tom would know. Yeah. I okay. bet he would. All
0: right. Well, let's go to uh, Mark from Temperance. Mark, welcome to the Internet Advisor. How can we help you? Hopefully not with too many antiques.
9: Uh, this, this is uh, Bob. This is oh, Robert. Bob. Oh, I'm sorry, Bob Robert. Westland.
0: We I I skipped my finger went flying over that button and so welcome to the Internet <laughs> <laughs> Advisor, so, Bob. Bob. How can we help you?
9: We have I have an old uh, Apple computer. I can't. <laughs> uh, it's got some boxes in front of it. I can see it, but I can't tell whether it's an E or a C or
5: a A.
2: Okay, it's so, an so it's an Apple 90. two. It's an Apple two c l Oh, C, okay.
0: which means it's color. Okay, yeah. and what do you want to do with it?
9: I thought maybe I'm we're going to have to move. We're elderly. Okay, and I thought maybe I might find a uh, collector <laughs> or something that we would pay money for.
0: Oh, that you would find somebody maybe who was into, into like collectors. our last caller yeah. is into. Uh, Working this with is, these older machines. This
2: is back in about the same time frame. These guys are, wow.
4: they could talk uh, yeah, to each other. You never know. I mean, just the same way as there's local PC groups, there's a local Apple groups like well, Mac, group, Mac Group Detroit. Mac, Mac Group, group. I Detroit. I wonder if the,
0: any of those guys would like something like this. take your stuff
4: with, yeah, sure. Uh, Robert,
0: you know, there's a there's a group called Mac Group Detroit, and I think if you- Macgroup.org. Mac, if you would type in on your computer or have somebody type in for you, Macgroup.org. M-A-C M- M- a- M- a- C group yeah macgroup.org you will find that they've got people there who are interested in and working on older computers and might have some value for that yeah, new and older but
2: these guys are are real apple geeks so they, yep. would, they if they were if you couldn't find somebody in the group they would probably know somebody that would would want this,
3: Shane? How much do you think something like that's worth? I see you scrolling through eBay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, well, I was, it's starting to go well, back I up say, in value. I was, I
4: was I going <laughs> to say, hey, Robert, I'll give you fifty bucks for it, <laughs> now, that, now that I know what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, do you, what does it say it's worth? <laughs> you know, what? it varies. You, it, some of these uh, looks like you know they were parting it out for $60, 70 bucks a piece for little things, your keyboard here and there. The whole system, maybe a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, you know. So All you right. might
2: try eBay yeah.
4: if you know how to I use that.
9: My son. Was uh, he was kind of laughing at me, and he, had, he was fast on a computer. And <laughs> I thought he'd come in the thousands,
2: oh, well, well, there are maybe, some maybe for the to the right person. Um, they're going up in value again because they've stopped being older and older and older and starting junkier and, junkier and junkier and junkier and now they're becoming antiquier and antiquier and antiquier. <laughs> <Yeah. so>. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you may find somebody that has you know for whom that is a value. And as uh, have your son, since he is such a sharpshooter on the internet, uh, go on and take a look for you and see what some of the comparable values are that are out there for an Apple 2A or C. Or C. Yeah. Was it 2C then? I thought it was C just okay. because I they're more common. Most,
9: yeah. I got it from my daughter, and so they'd had it some years before I had yeah. it. Sure. And they, and they got a new computer, so they gave it me, the old one. Well, that's all right. I, but,
0: all yeah, Bob, I think what you'll find is that there are people out there who are like the last caller we talked to, who was into putting together some of these antique computers. We'll find a value for it. So have your son check out on eBay or to see if you can find any other people who are selling there. And then the other thing will be to do is to get hold of the people in that Mac group. .org. It's the largest, I think, Mac group, uh, Mac the user oldest. group. In I'm not sure it's the largest, but it's the oldest. The yeah, oldest Mac in the, in the country. Yeah. So it's a great place to go. Okay?
9: Okay. Well, I appreciate the information.
0: You're welcome, Bob. That's really good. Thank you.
2: This is almost like... It um, know if it was an A or a C. I, I think the C's were more prevalent and last a little okay. longer. They were a little later. But, uh, who
0: knows? Yeah, this is almost kind of like, um, you know, Ben Carpenter, our old friend, who's steam, he loves steam engines. Uh And it's kind of like people who like to steampunk things, you know, and, uh, like There's the, a whole the fellow out who out calls there. before. And those uh-huh. computers may be ancient, but they have a ball putting them back together again. And it's so, a hobby. Yep. Bob, I hope you get some value out of that. Hey, we'll be back, and we've got some more callers waiting online here. We're going to continue and wrap up our marathon session of answering questions for our listeners out there. Thank you so much for having called, and thanks for the folks here in the studio who have made this program possible. Back in just a minute to wrap things up with the calls online. This has been a rare experience this afternoon with this program. We have picked up all sorts of hobbyists and it's Kind of cleaning the cobwebs off to answer some of these questions. They're Clean the cobwebs? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta take some braino or something.
3: I'm thinking back so far.
0: <laughs> I want to thank Ed Rudell, and I also want to thank Shane Hamlet for being in here, guys. It's good, and Gary Baker too. I'm glad you guys remember back that far. It's too I bad. Don't. We, it's too bad we can remember back that <laughs> far, or at least we
2: we should be able to.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go back out to uh, Maxine. Maxine from Taylor, welcome to the Internet Advisor. How you doing, Maxine? Hello. Hello. You had something you wanted to tell us about.
1: Oh, yeah. I was your first caller and got disconnected.
0: Oh, dear. Okay.
1: Okay. I have a, um, my computer's is uh, seven, okay. and I want to load the 10, okay. but it's not working correctly. It doesn't shut down right, and uh, some of the programs freeze up. So I wonder wondering if I should try to fix that somehow before I load it or load it, and it'll get fixed.
0: That's a good question. We had somebody else ask the same question before. Yeah, I
4: mean it's it's possible That, that... was me. Oh okay. Yeah, okay. I, re- I remember you Maxine.
1: I got disconnected
0: that's, somehow. That, that's
4: okay. You know, it could go it could go either both way. If you don't have the technical knowledge to fix it yourself, uh, then maybe you know, find a local computer or somebody that knows computers that can go through it, maybe kinda look at it and see if they can figure out why it's doing what it's doing. Um if you wanted to download the the Windows 10 upgrade and go ahead and run it, that may correct some of the issues that you're having. You know, it's yeah. it's 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 one way or the other. It could go either way.
3: Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I was thinking of something, Maxine, that you said this. Now, who's the manufacturer of this computer? Uh, HP. It is an HP. So one of the things you could do is you could back up all the data that's on your computer, right? And okay. And, and Microsoft provides a utility in windows to do that called the file and transfer wizard. And you would, it would back up all your, your documents, your photos, your videos, your favorites, your, um, and everything. And you could back it up to an external drive. Then what you could do, I mean, this is, you have to listen to this whole scenario. Then you can use HP's recovery partition that's on your computer and restore your computer back to the day that you Uh. got it back from HP. Of course, all your data is going to be gone, right? Mm -hmm. right but you'll have a clean copy of Windows 7 and and you know you let Microsoft install all those updates and and stuff but it'll be working at that point then what you can do is then you can restore your um, you can use the Microsoft file and transfer wizard put all of your files back on there your files your videos Ah. and stuff and then you can run the Windows 10 update I mean that's one scenario that you could potentially do yourself
0: does that make sense to you Maxine
3: yeah it does
0: okay how, how old I'm just curious Maxine how old is the computer
1: um seems to me it's like maybe six seven it's an all-in-one is one of the first oh. all-in-ones to yeah. come out yeah well, so want- it's
3: screen only basically in the seat c- yeah. the, the cd drives right. on the side those are those were nice no I love
1: a- the computer it just, okay. um, now w- w-
3: wasn't oh, that also gotcha. a touchscreen as well
1: uh, correct
0: yeah yeah. yeah it was so it's I mean it might be ideal for that uh, yes, as a Williams matter of fact, I was gonna I was gonna offer this suggestion because sometimes if you have a machine that's that old, when you simply upgrade it, you're missing all the other improvements that have been made. In the computer since then, the bus me the bus speed. Pardon me, uh, is is faster? Uh, the the chipset in the computer is going to be faster. The whole shooting match. You'll have you know maybe get more RAM in a new machine. But now,
3: it's free. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. So I'm talking about you know the option of spending maybe three hundred and fifty, four hundred dollars for a fairly inexpensive computer, but you won't get a lot of the things that you've enjoyed yeah, with that. your all-in-one touchscreen. Yeah, <laughs> hers is... How many inches was that? Was that a 27-inch or a 30-inch?
3: No, it was 23. 23?
1: I it's mean, still... That's still a
3: beautiful size. Nice. Yeah, but, yeah, and so back hers up your data... It's
1: perfect, except for that, you know, for closing my programs down and right. You, you know, uh,
3: well, if you haven't backed up your computer in a while run a backup utility but the suggestion I made would also back it up as well run the file and transfer wizard I mean and then copy it all to an external drive which you can get for under 50 bucks 50 to 60 mm-hmm. bucks it'll it'll copy everything to it
0: and then go I into have
3: the one of
1: those yeah. so I should just do file and transfer um, program it... and then that'll do that
3: yeah it'll copy it'll ask you do you wish to save that uh uh, do you wish to transfer it to another computer, or would you like to transfer it to an external device like a USB drive or an external device? Yeah, an external device, and then it'll copy the file, or a single file, or, or it'll create a folder mm-hmm. with all the information for your computer. Now you might want to uh, also do another backup as well. I mean, if you have this huge external hard drive, um, you might want to like drag your photos over there and drag your your pictures and your documents that way you actually have like two backups you have the microsoft file and transfer backup and then you also have the the raw folders that that you can easily hook up to any other computer and see okay, right? okay. pictures that's documents. all i
1: want actually is my i don't care about anything on there except for my photos and
0: there you go there
3: you go and make I sure that. That. this might be this might be the best way then then you can might run hp's recovery factory restore right phew, put, you know, let it do the updates, let it inform you in a little while about the Windows 10 update, and you're, you're good to go. Yeah, excellent. Okay, Maxine?
1: All right. I think you... Oh, should I take the um, Viper off doing all that you think maybe it's a Viper making my programs not closed?
0: Viper is a security program, isn't it, I believe? Correct. It's, yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. it's an antivirus program.
4: Yeah, you can either do that or, yeah, I mean, you can always, you're going to 10 anyway, so you're going to want it off there anyway. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just take it off of there yep. and do mm-hmm. all that. You know
0: what, Maxine, let us know how this goes for you. I'd be very interested in following up with you. Let us know, Okay.
1: I will. I thank you very much.
0: You're very welcome, Maxine. Thanks so much for giving us a call, for persisting in getting through. You know, through. most people would be kind of intimidated by those instructions I gave. She Not was like, her. no no problem. I, I love do it. that. I yeah. love it. Hats off to her. Okay, we got time for one more call. Let's see if we can squeeze in one here with Mark from Temperance. Hi, Mark. How are you doing?
5: Doing real well.
0: Thank you for joining us here on the Internet Advisor. Tell me what your question is.
14: <laughs> um, I've an older computer, yep. and... Uh, basically, it's running uh, Windows three one one, and the MDOS uh, battery went out uh, quite a few years ago, probably about four years ago, and uh, I've been booting it up uh, using the escape key, and I was just was wondering, um, replacing that battery, and uh, something I could do myself or have somebody do, and then, of course, um, in the actual manual they gave me, it was like... Uh, you need to have a recovery disk or a, a boot disk or something like that to reset your uh, uh, all the uh, DOS functions as well. So, like I said, uh, you know, it's a, it's a computer that I use um, for you know email and some actual. Believe it or not, I can uh, search the web <laughs> still with it as well.
0: Yeah. Before so, we answer the question, I was I was going to ask you, why in the world are you using a computer this old?
14: Um, well, you know when you pay back in 1993 for you know $1,800 for a computer. Ouch! Um, yes, you know it's a Packard Bell Legend 100 CD. It's got a two-time oh CD-ROM drive. It's got the. I actually bought the uh, Pentium 60 uh, chip upgrade. So I actually have a Pentium chip in there. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, but he, I know, most, I know
14: it, it's hilarious.
3: Most I automobiles don't even it. last that long. You know <laughs> what I'm exactly. saying? You paid $24,000. Um, I, I,
14: I went from uh, 8 megabytes of uh, RAM to I upgraded to 16. <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course, the 14.4 modem, I upgraded to a thirty six six modem. I love it. So, um no, I, I've, I I've gone through three monitors. It's wonderful.
0: Um, I tell you what, hang on a second.
3: And and what you, yes, you can go out and buy a CMOS upgrade for this unit. You could probably get it on amazon.com. Um but the thing is you got to crack open the unit and see what type of battery it is. There'll be a part number on it. Okay. It's, either, it's either a nickel-sized battery that's an integrated on the motherboard or it's a, a nickel-cadmium battery, nickel-sized, that, that has
0: a little cable that plugs mm-hmm. into the motherboard. Yeah. Okay. So, Mark, we've run out of time here, but thanks. You've given us a great afternoon and evening yeah. of entertainment here. I hope that we've helped you as well. We've got a lot of these folks here with cherishing old Funny. machines.
2: Yeah, it's a great hobby.
0: Well, I want to thank this group of old friends of mine who have been here in the studio and helping Gary Baker, Ed Rudell, and Shane Hamlet. Thanks again to our engineering staff, Mike Stett, and to Eric Dorsch as well, who have made this happen. And to all of you who have been part of it, don't forget to go to internetadvisor.net on Sunday night and download the podcast. You've been listening to the Internet Advisor Show, Detroit's longest-running, locally-produced computer show with Foster Brown, Gary Baker, and our team of experts. For more information about our weekly show, to ask a question of our experts, or find the show notes for this podcast, visit internetadvisor.net. And look for us on Facebook and Twitter. Don't forget to check the other great podcasts available on this podcastdetroit.com network. Thank you for listening.